I spark minds that shine their truth, provoking thought like Pac in the booth. I am woman, I am goddess, I am queen, raising frequencies of high self-esteem, self-love, self-worth, self-respect. My king I protect like in the game of chess, yes, you tuned in to higher vibrations, etc., etc., etc. It's like a cosmic radio station. Tune in with intuition, no topic off limits, my intention. You leave healed and whole. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, P. Nicole. Welcome to another episode of Etc. 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 Podcast. Today I have a special guest with me. Um, I have to give you guys a, a quick little story. We recorded this episode a few days ago, and um, unfortunately, it did not record. So this is kind of a retake. We had a really good conversation, but today' conversation is going to be even better. Today, I have Ashley and Tristan Boyd with me. Welcome to my podcast, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us, Nicole. And just to give you guys a background of how I, I originally met Ashley through a mutual friend back in my college days. And she started coming down my timeline on IG. I kept noticing her in her radiance, her and her husband, um, their business, which they're going to talk about today. And I just kept getting a good vibe from them. It just, it just really soothes good energy. Beautiful smiles, beautiful people, beautiful spirit. It just comes off the screen. And I kept telling myself, I have to interview them. I have to interview them. And as time kept coming on, it kept coming down my timeline. And um, I ended up reaching out for uh, help with credit repair. It's their business, one of their businesses they'll talk about today. And things grew from there. And then I just uh, extended an invitation. I said, I really like to interview you guys. I just love your spirit. And luckily for me, they accepted. So that's how this whole interview came about. Um, I want you guys to go ahead and introduce yourself to the uh, audience and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Tristan. I am the planner, the organizer, uh, the manager of, of most things. <laughs> I keep us in line and on time. <laughs> and I am Ashley. I'm the visionary over here. I, I can see the big picture of things for our life, for our relationship, for business. And I, I come up with the ideas. I I research the different investments. I research the different opportunities. I take it to him for him to, to do his magic with it and figure out if it's something worth exploring further. Great, great. So as we're going to get started, the title of today's podcast is Merging Marriage and Business, hence why I interviewing my, my two friends here today. But go ahead and tell us how you guys met and when did you know that that was the person for you? So we met in college. We both attended the University of Texas at Austin. And uh, it was my sophomore year or both of our sophomore years. And I remember seeing her on campus and just being like, hey, I've never seen her before. And uh, she was speaking with like a mutual friend of ours. And I was kind of a little bit shy uh, back then. So I asked the mutual friend about her and uh, he was like, oh, oh, man, that's just Ashley. You can talk to her, of course, you know, and um, I was still a little shy and uh, I had some things going on. We were actually preparing for a probate uh, at that time. 
And I recall being at the probate and it was almost like the whole audience was dark. And funny story is like, uh, somehow she was standing under a light. I don't know if it was purposeful or what, but uh, I remember just looking out across the crowd. And I was like, there she is again, you know? Uh, and so <laughs> that was the introduction of ourselves. Uh, I remember, you know, we, we, we ended up talking to each other uh, later on. And uh, yeah, we just sparks flew. They did fly. Um, I first time I actually saw him was actually at the probate. I hadn't seen him prior to then, but I saw him on the probate and he was really attractive and he was nice and he was putting on an amazing show. He had taken off his shirt the whole nine. Let me tell you, I was just like, okay, he's, <laughs> he's, he's right. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and so he was just, just full of life and confidence and energy. And then I saw him a few days later and it was a completely opposite person. I was like, who's this person? He's like all shy and just all, and I was like, these are not the same people. Like, wait a minute, I'm confused. Um, but we ended up, we ended up just connecting and we shortly afterwards started dating. And after we dated for several months, we ultimately ended up going our separate ways. There were just some things that just were not working out um, as related to some of the specific needs that I had and that I wanted. Um, and vice versa for him. There were some things that he was just like, you know, he wanted to, to um, be able to experience in his own life that just, it just was not an alignment with mine and uh, vice versa. And so we ended up going our separate ways and it stayed that way. I ended up going and getting married and having a family, the whole nine. And uh, 10 years later, while I'm in the middle of going through a divorce, he and I ended up reconnecting. And that was in 2014. So um, we've been together since 2014, since we reconnected. Reunited and it feels so good. I love that story. I love it. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I love that story. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I should write a book about that. I love that story. Um, so you guys met, uh, well, you met originally in college, kind of dated, didn't work out, reconnected a few years, uh, 10 years or so later. Moving on, you guys got married and then you started and, and you can kind of give some background. But uh, you have your business, Legacy Money Tree, and I do understand you've done other businesses. So if you can give the audience uh, your entrepreneur spirit, how that kind of started and what led you up to Legacy uh, Money Tree. So I've had an entrepreneurial spirit uh, pretty much my whole life. Uh, growing up, I did little odds and ends. I mowed yards. Uh, I helped out um, a friend of the family with. Uh, different things in her uh, rent homes. Like I was an, an affordable handyman, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, I had, <laughs> I've, uh, I kind of let go of the entrepreneurial spirit uh, growing up. So uh, in college, uh, I, you know, of course got the degree and then I went on to teach. So I did 10 years of teaching and I taught sixth grade and seventh grade math. And uh, that entrepreneurial spirit, it never went away internally, but I was not delving into it. So I, I took the safe route. And so, of course, the salary position, um, hearts out to all of the teachers that are out there. Uh, yes. Such a notable profession. Yes, Absolutely. it is. It is. And, and um, 
but yes, yeah, so, you know, ultimately inside of me, it did not provide for me the way that I wanted it to provide. Um, as far as um, salaries, we all know that salaries for teachers uh, just aren't exactly where they need to be. Right. right. Even with the raises that I see, I see the raises and I'm like, that's not enough. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> People are excited about the raises. I'm like, hey, you, that's not enough. They need more. At all. And uh, the the insurance and the different things that sometimes when teachers get insurance, uh, when they get raises monetarily, what is not exposed in the news is that the insurance rates will go up miraculously. <laughs> and so... <laughs> like hold on that's not how that's supposed to work however uh, i won't go down that stream too far but uh just uh, that was one of the main things of course uh it's a great profession but like i said i took that secure route and i was not delving into my entrepreneurial spirit and then when i got back with with ashley i was like hey uh, you know, she's like, hey, do you still have this spirit? Because she's always had an entrepreneurial spirit and in all of the assets and all of the different professions and things that she's done, she's incorporated some sort of entrepreneurial um, ingenuity, right? And I was like, yes, yeah, of course. And uh, so those one of the main things when we first started talking to each other, uh, we, we laid everything out on the table. And that was piece of it. So I had to make a leap. And that was when I actually started getting back into entrepreneurial enterprises uh, with education. I was like, okay, great. I have this set of skills. I know how to teach. And uh, we broke it down into like, okay, how are you getting these results? Because I was getting amazing results. I was an excellent teacher. In fact, I, I'd like to say that I was probably the number one sixth and seventh grade math teacher in the country because our school was number one and I was the only sixth and seventh grade math teacher. So therefore I, I had to be number one, right? Kudos, so, uh, kudos. Right? That's a big Thank accomplishment. You. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, how can I use an asset that I already have to be able to help other people? So I got onto a site called Teachers Pay Teachers. Uh, and one of the huge things that was helping me out in my classroom was anchor charts because uh, you know, it just helped people and the kids to visualize and use different mnemonics to learn the strategies and learn them quickly and learn them effectively and efficiently. And uh, I started to share those different anchor charts, basically just posters. I know it sounds fancy, but it, they're just posters uh, with with uh, other educators and Lo and behold, like that's something that still pays today. And so that's, it's always exciting to see like someone is uh, logged in and purchased an anchor, anchor chart. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, uh, that was the beginning of the entrepreneurial spirit. And then, uh, you know, we've had a couple of other businesses as well. Uh, we, I, when I left teaching, I ultimately ended up over in the solar world and uh, selling solar uh, because I've done sales before and I kind of climbed that corporate ladder. So I spent time doing that, right? And what I found was that that can be rewarding 
but extremely taxing, right? Mm. And that is not the same as uh, owning your own business, right? Mm. You don't get to make the calls the way that you would like to in someone else's business. And so that was a lesson, uh, <laughs> that was a tough <laughs> learned lesson. Right. Because uh, because I thought that that was a route. I was making a, a good amount of money. I was making great money. And uh, I could see, uh, you know, positions higher and everything else. And I, I saw myself advance uh, relatively quickly uh, for the corporate wear- world and be able to help people underneath me to be able to, uh, you know, gain those same skills. But it, it that was not the same thing as owning your own business. So ultimately, uh, about a year ago, I ended up transitioning into uh, what what maybe has already had already started, which was Legacy Money Tree, our, our um, credit consulting and credit repair company, to be able to help people to leave a legacy of good credit. And that has just been that has been amazing. Well, you summed that up well. Thank you. <laughs> you did. You did. Um, so let's talk about Legacy Money Tree really quickly. Um, how um, You did discuss how it came about. If you could give us some of the pros and cons of starting Legacy Money Tree and what you've learned along the way. Well, I can chip in to say one of the absolute pros is that we get to work together. So for the first year, approximately the first year, about nine months, I was working a business primarily by myself with him sending leads to the business. And um, was that rewarding? Yes, it was rewarding uh, because I still got to help people and help people get the results, help them get what it is that they wanted. But it's been even more rewarding since he has actually brought his entire skill set home um, mm. to the actual business because Firstly, he's my best friend. I love him. And I like him. Okay? <laughs> so like, I really like him. So it's like I get to work with my best friend, who's my husband, um, really on a daily basis. I get to uh, watch him in his element. That's a plus. Like, that's a major pro. I get to watch him in his element, the way he strategizes, the way he he's a master at marketing. So getting to watch him um come up with these ideas and watch the execution and being able to follow his leadership and guidance. Literally within a matter of, I would say less than two months, our overall revenue um, more than tripled just by him actually bringing all of his skill sets and his mindset and that energy here to our actual business and seeing the impact that it had on, on customers. Wow. Um, so that is that is rewarding. I've um, been able to grow together, been able to live out our purpose, because for me, I'm major on purpose. One of my primary passions and goals in my calling in life is to help people be exactly who it is that they see themselves being. And so I get to see him truly walk in uh, this particular alignment for himself, which was to be an entrepreneur. Some people don't have that desire. So being an entrepreneur is not an alignment for, for them. But this was truly a desire of his to be an entrepreneur. So I get to witness that entire process right along with him and be able to contribute what I bring to the business while also um, watching him bring what what he brings. And we grow together as we grow our business and expand it, expand it to other other ways to serve. And that's fun. (laughs) Great, great. And let's talk since you guys do have 
legacy money tree. Let's talk credit real quick. Give some tips, uh, credit one-on-one. What tips could you give the people? So one of the main tips for, for credit is just to understand where you stand. Uh, in this day and age, a lot of people don't really even know what their credit scores are. They're just out applying for different things. Like they, they always offer you an, a new account at uh, whenever you're shopping. Like, oh, you can say 10%. What's 10% off of $10? Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't just go out applying for things. Know where you are especially in this day and age of the dark web as well. Like you can't afford to not know what, where your scores are. Uh, there are services out there that help to monitor your credit. That way, you know, if someone has applied for credit in your name uh, or if your information gets exposed in a data breach, uh, because if it's exposed in a data breach, you automatically know that well someone has your information and more than likely it's going to be attempted to be used to purchase something and then um, beyond that uh, just looking at your credit reports when you do get them and by those same companies that help monitor they typically give you a, a report and then looking for any kind of errors that are on there because errors like you know your name you know your address you know how it's spelled and all of those different things if something is incorrect that is likely uh because someone has used your credit to uh you know uh, do something <laughs> illegal or whatever right uh, especially when it's those things that you don't know about so you look for those errors and uh, the next thing is to understand how, uh, what actually affects your credit, how credit is comprised, right? And so understanding that uh, one, it's, it's made out of your payment history, pay your bills on time. Oh yes, that is guys. The, <laughs> that is the biggest thing they're looking at. It's, um, it has, you have to pay your bills on time uh, one late payment can cause you to lose up to a hundred points, right? We've seen one late payment on people that we are already working on their files and working on their credit and everything just totally uh, negate all of the positive that yes. we're, we're doing, oh right? Oh my God, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yes that's does. the first thing, right? Uh, the next thing is just understand how utilization works, right? So utilization is like how much credit that you actually have. Uh, and then how much you are using, right? So if you're using 100% of a $1,000 card, well, it doesn't look like you're using your credit very wisely, right? For the, for the credit companies, they say, oh, wow, we offered them $1,000. They took $1,000 and they spent all of it. And now they're paying the minimum payment of you know $10 a month. They're never going to pay this off. This is terrible. This, we're never going to get our money back, right? Wow. Uh, if you, you, it's best to stay under about 30% there, right? Uh, and then, of course, uh, understanding that the length of credit uh, matters. That's like 15% of your score. So uh, one thing that we see there is that people will 
uh, pay off their credit card and then they'll close it. Like someone, somewhere out there, someone lied to everyone in the world and told them that they need to close those cards. Well, if you close I've it, heard that before just, too. That's very true. Yes, yes. And then if you close it, you just ended that history. You just ended that relationship and that really doesn't matter anymore to the credit companies. So history is expensive, right? Because time, time, right? how much is time worth, right? It's, it's, it's invaluable. And if you close down a card, you no longer have that history and history is 15% of your score, right? Uh, and then the other thing is like a mix of credits. And uh, so different, having different types of accounts, we recommend having you know five to seven different types of accounts uh, between like credit cards and installments, things that you're paying off, uh, mortgages, rents, other things that can be reported. And then of course, the last thing is inquiries. If you are a person and you're out there and you're asking everybody for money, right? Mm. Well, then <laughs> if you go <laughs> ask all of your family members for money, what are they going to say? They're going to say, absolutely not. Something's wrong over here. So you really don't want to have more than like two or three inquiries in a, in a, in a year. Wow. Okay. That is very, very good advice. I don't want you to give all your secrets. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for taking time to come out and discuss your business. And let's go ahead as we're coming to a close, give your social media so they know how to reach out to Legacy Money Tree. Also, guys, I am a client of theirs as well. So I can I can second uh, secondhand uh, their, their experience. Their customer service is exceptional, by the way. And I'm big on customer service when I'm paying for a service. So I want you guys to know I'm saying as a client now of theirs, great customer service. They, they help you all the way. They explain it to a T. You have nothing to worry about. So guys, go ahead and mention um, all your social media handle and how people can get in touch with you uh, for your business. Absolutely. So you can go to our website at www.legacymoneytree.com. That's L-E-G-A-C-Y-M-O-N-E-Y-T-R-E-E.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at Legacy Money Tree. Also, we're on Facebook, the same name, Legacy Money Tree. Our phone number is 469-333-6140. And we do give complimentary consultation. They do. And I approve this message. She's telling the <laughs> truth. <laughs> I just always want to say that. It was just perfect. <laughs> so thank you, guys. I thank you. Thank you, guys. Again, family, this is our second tape. We, 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 we talked earlier this week. So this is our second time talking. But uh, I know this information is helpful. These guys are great. Um, I really appreciate you, Mr. and Mrs. Boyd. I really, really do as a client and also as uh, a guest coming on my podcast. We appreciate you here at et cetera, et cetera, et cetera podcast. And I plan on you guys coming back in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for being an ideal client. (laughs) (laughs) You follow directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. And that's something else. Follow what they tell you to do. Trust me. Don't don't try (laughs) to do it your way. Don't do it your way. Listen, listen. It's very important to listen while they're helping you with your credit. Very important. Anything else y'all want to leave? We got like a minute, uh, last last words or um, uh, any future uh, goals you see for your business. Absolutely. So what we're doing now has been our done for you services, but we are actually launching a DIY. So Absolutely. So, of course, we have our done uh, for you services that we've been providing for almost two years, but we are launching a done 
um, with you course where you're actually going through the same exact process that we follow, except you're doing it yourself. We found that a lot of our clients just really wanted the knowledge so that they could pay a fraction of the cost and repair their own credit, the credit of their family members, their spouses, and wanted to be able to honor that while also buying back some of our own time. Um, and so that is one of the things. And then additionally, as a couple that is separate from our legacy money tree, we are in the process of launching our happiness code for couples, which is going to be a relationship coaching program to really coach people into their level 10 love life. 